Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm here in Bentonville, Arkansas at the Global Office, the worldwide headquarters. Uh, and we're uh, continuing our podcast series, talking to different guys and uh, also Rocky. But uh, today I have a special guest, uh, Jason Plenicky, who is uh, one of our leaders here in Northwest Arkansas. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, Brian. And uh, Jason is uh, has been leading men. He went through the journey about five years ago, and he's been leading other men. And uh, He's also uh, on one of our uh, committees, uh, the resource team committee, uh, which looks at how are we going to fund this ministry and all that. So I want to I first you to hear his story and a little bit about things he's learned uh, and also want to have him make some comments about some kind of epiphanies that we've had as a ministry as we've, we've worked through talking about raising resources for the ministry. So anyway, Jason, uh, why don't you tell a little bit about how you got introduced to influencers and, uh, and your first journey group and kind of where you were before spiritually, what it did for you, and then maybe a few things you've seen since then. So just wherever you want to start, just go ahead. Sure. No. Um, I was casually invited into what was described to me as a Bible study in 2009 by a good friend of mine. And when I went into, it was a group of guys meeting at 8.30 in the morning uh, at the Carmart home office here in Bentonville. Um, actually, it was 6.30 in the morning. I'm not a big morning guy, so it was very early in the morning to me on a Saturday. And we walked in, and I went into the journey probably, actually, I discovered my notes, surprisingly enough, uh, yesterday from that first visit. Um, and that's, again, it's 2009. And they were already three sessions in, into the journey. So they were already experiencing some of the excitement that comes out of uh, going into the journey. And I was just trying to catch up. Mm. Um, the group of guys uh, immediately struck me as uh, very transparent, very honest. Uh, it was life-on-life discussions, which was terrific. Um, so when I got into the journey, I caught up with it. Um, but honestly, I didn't fully vest into it. I, I got probably about uh, into the second uh, portion of it, into uh, Enabled. And um, just the life caught up with me. I didn't, I didn't commit to it, didn't go through it. And again, like this 2009, had just moved in the area. But all that to say, didn't, didn't follow through with the journey. Um, fast forward four years later, um, this would be like 2013, 14, a friend of mine, uh, when we were just uh, sharing a car uh, to take a ride to Little Rock, said, hey, by the way, and he threw me a copy of the Inner Chamber and said, uh, how would you like to be a part of a Bible study group? And I immediately noticed, oh my gosh, this is, this is what I had an opportunity to be a part of in 2009. Um, and I told him, absolutely, you know, count me in, I'll do it. So I had done the journey from that point to the end um, with a couple other guys. It was a small group, six, seven, um, but... It was fantastic. Um, I came to know Christ at the age of 15, uh, an 80s kid, um, and uh, it was in a group uh, It's called the Salt Block. It was a group of student-led, uh, um, just really kids that uh, knew knew about Christ, uh, and I was interested in understanding what they had to say. I'd, I'd you know, attended uh, church um, growing up, but it was really more of a... Um, Easter, Christmas, 
uh, attendance. Uh, um, but needless to say, in that, uh, getting to know that group, I, I came to, to know Christ, uh, um, was really on fire uh, at that point going out and, and being a part of church, getting discovered the other different um, uh, denominations and groups, uh, and, and grew into that. But then, of course, life caught up. Um, and uh, always kept that relationship uh, with God. But it wasn't until going into the journey that I had realized that uh, there was more there uh, in that uh, it's one thing to accept Christ and, and go into that. But then when you go down this path of discipleship and you really see the kind of relationship that God wants each and every one of us to have with him, um, it's it's eye-opening. Um, you really begin to develop that close relationship uh, over time. But uh, sharing those uh, experiences, you start to go through the different segments. It's it's just incredible the way it's put together because it allows you to come into it as a as a Christian believer in kind of the shallow end of the pool and begin to slowly go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then at some point, even after you're done with the journey, you realize that it's just beginning. So even though the journey itself is nine months long, um, it's something you carry with the rest of your life and. Since that journey group in 2014, uh, I've been a part of and led, um, I'm in the fifth journey group now. Uh, we have a group of, uh, of uh, again, small group, five, six guys. We meet for lunch every other week and we're going through the journey and I'm still discovering things. And I, I'm excited by the fact that I expect to, to uh, discover things continually through the rest of my life. That's that's the really, uh, like I said, exciting part of the journey is this discovery process that God's always unveiling some other aspects, some other part of, of his heart and and what only comes through that abiding, uh, intentional, um, abandoned, personal abandonment and absolute trust. Uh, that aspect is something that, as I described, the shallow of the pool suddenly begins to go into an ocean level depth that, uh, that otherwise I didn't realize was there. It's it's incredible. So, talk just a little bit about that about the personal abandonment, absolute trust. What what did that do for you personally? Like, I mean, did, were you tested in in, your, in certain areas in your life, or or challenged yeah. to go, you know, to make put that into practice? Or absolutely, um, it's again, it's something every day. Uh, actually, a, a journey group experience for me. Um, one example was I came in to just finish that first journey group, and I was very excited about, I, I want to lead another journey group. So myself and a friend um, said, all right, well, let's let's create a journey group. You know, I, I know like 15 guys that would really benefit from this. And so we made a list, and we started calling all the, the guys up, and we had huge commitments uh, coming into it. Books went out. Like I said, over a dozen. And for, an, for a journey group, uh, accustomed to having five or six guys and it jumps to 15 it was amazing I thought well, this is this is incredible then I realized we've we've done a great job at this um, uh, meaning the co-leader and I um, so there wasn't a lot of trust in that process when it came to going to God and it started to shine through as the journey started complete because we went from 15 guys quickly down to less than four and then we had two actually reach the end of the journey and during that whole process, I, I just couldn't understand what we did wrong. And in talking with Rocky uh, during one of our trips, I, said, I explained the situation to me. And, and of course, his point to me was that, well, how much was God involved in the, in the process of assembling the group and prayerfully say of the journey? And 
honestly, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he was really the side item. So that uh, personal abandonment and trust came through shiningly in that situation because had we trusted God to um, provide us that roster, to provide us the, the group of guys that are going to go through the journey, which he has done steadfastly every time thereafter, um, we wouldn't have had that fallout. So it was a, it was a learning experience, um, and there are more of them, but that is, that's one that jumped out to me because uh, now I can't say we don't do anything, but we do very little compared to the amount of effort we put in that first group. Most of the guys that now show up in attendance in the start of these journey groups are usually ones that I've never met before. Um, half of the guys were in our journey group before last just heard through a friend that we were going to do this, and, and it happened, which is incredible because they weren't on my list. I didn't drive that, and that's really what God wants to do. He really wants us to just uh, lean in and trust him more uh, with that and with everything. Yeah, and that's uh, <clears throat> in our leader's guide. You know, we were always telling gu- the guides, before you do anything, you pray. You know, yeah. pray about who your co-guide's going to be, and then you pray about together about who are the guys that you want or, or girls if it's a women's group pray about who God wants in that group so that's that's a great point so where how is the journey uh, has it changed your perspective and maybe your perp your purpose in life has it changed your perspective on your own personal life at all it has uh, in a number of different ways I, one of the things that jumped out and immediately in doing the journey as a participant and and still of course as a, as a as a guide is my mission work begins at home and so uh, I have uh, two sons um, who've uh, been whether they realize it or not a part of the journey um, with me uh, intermittently over this past nine years of being uh, associated with the influencers Um, it it really made me realize that that discipleship is something as a father that I need to replicate um, at home um, which God has enabled that to happen. It's been fantastic. And, uh, and um, it's also enabled my wife and I to have a, a, a better uh, relationship when it comes to recognizing that God comes first. Um, and um, really throughout my entire life, uh, slowing down, um, asking God what his desire is for the next area or next step in my life, um, putting my assurance in him. It's a, it's a day in day out thing. You know, there's a, there's always going to be the, the storms and, and the things that come up, but um, putting my faith uh, firmly uh, on Christ is the is what gets you through it. Uh, and that abiding time, which is sort of the spoiler at the end of your journey, that that it's very critical. That intentional slowing down, uh, walking with God in every moment of your life, um, for me has been the biggest benefit um, because through that abiding um, God begins to continually reveal um, not only himself but um, you know what I would describe as little miracles that occur during your day that uh, I think most of us just kind of ignore we kind of gloss over them uh, and in in the the story of Gabe one of the many things that ran through to me is that uh, there's just no accidents you know we tend to chalk a lot of things up to luck or you know serendipity or, or serendipity or something like that but that's not you know god doesn't roll dice it's uh it's it's perfectly put together and uh through those abiding times and other things that i've i've been able to to see more and, and feel more comforted and understanding that 
this is all going to work out for good. Mm. So from <clears throat> as a guide, you, have you gotten to see the light bulb go off for some of the guys you've guided? Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Actually, that is probably one of the most rewarding things is, uh, is when we're going through and whether it's a nugget we discover uh, going through the Bible, through the Word, or whether it's just a, an awareness of, uh, of what God desires and the relationship that we have with Him. Yeah, it's, it's incredible to see. Um, because as a guide, I, I make sure that I, when we're doing our uh, first kickoff meetings, if not repeatedly, I want to make sure they understand they set the bar low for me. Uh, there is no seminary training. I am just like the rest of those guys. And so, again, the term guide is fantastic because I'm not, I'm not their leader. We're, we're going through this process at the same time. And yet, when, when they discover something that they didn't realize, I can you know, probably nine times out of ten say I, I completely remember or relate to that. Or on some occasions, we're discovering it for the first time at the same time. So, yeah, that, that is a, a, an amazing thing to witness and be a part of, and, and it's extremely rewarding. Well, I, I, think, I think some of our best guides are guys who are not, don't have the gift of teaching, mm-hmm. are not, de- never been to seminary, you know, even some of the guys who are not as mature, you know, yep. because they're just everyday guys and they're relatable, you know, they're just guys on the journey with, you know, together. Yep. I kind of always, impi- I always picture like a group of guys going on a hike in the mountains and everyone's got their backpacks and their maps and there's a guide and, and he's the guide because he's been there before a little bit ahead of time. So he knows the map a little bit better and all that, but he's still just with the guys. So if a bear attacks, he's as much in danger as everyone else. If yeah. a thunderstorm comes, he's going to get wet, you know. Yeah. So you're just right there with him. And, I mean, that's the beauty of it, I think. So. Oh, I completely agree. I completely agree. And and every time you take that trail, although it's from same point to point, there's there's little differences in each case. So, yeah, I, I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, every journey is different because it's framed within the, the real life of, of people okay. and what's going on in their life. And, and, and it's, the, 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 it's all based on the Word of God, which never is, you know, it's always living and active, never going to get old, you know. No. So, so, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's just shift gears just a little bit. Um, I, I mentioned Jason's on a, a committee that we call our resource team, and we've, been, we've just been thinking about where God's taken this ministry and, and what, uh, how are we going to fund it and just things that you have to think about uh, as any organization. Um, and Jason's fairly new to being asked on this committee. Uh, he, you'd never been around our board or, you know, the inner, inner workings of right. the ministry and all that. So, so I just thought uh, it'd be good for them to hear, uh, get a little peek into what goes on behind the scenes at Influencers. So, so why don't you give, tell, tell them a little bit about what your perception of this team was and then some of the things you've witnessed in the last several months as we've been talking through things. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in being invited into the, the resource group coming in and just, I guess in a nutshell, the resource team is tasked with um, creating a framework around um, really funding uh, when it comes to our current and future uh, needs for the influencers ministry. And I, I cautiously use the word needs because this ministry is unusual in that we we don't occupy a, a, a big building. We, we don't really, as Rocky put it, we don't have any immediate needs. God has blessed this ministry tremendously through donors behind the scenes um, who provided immensely. Uh, and uh, But at this point, we have some 
callings from God to grow into other states and other countries. Uh, and in doing that, well, there's an expense associated with it. So we tread cautiously as we as we gather and start to discuss these things because um, it's always uh, an awkward conversation to talk about other people's money. Um, and it's, you know, biblically, it's one of those idols that we're always supposed to keep an eye on. Um, but at the same time, I guess the more critical item is we want to ensure that we um, care for and protect the ministry itself. Uh, we've been blessed with it, and so as we go through this, we don't want to make sh- we want to make sure that we don't, um, you know, draw something in that's going to create a distraction or remove what Rocky would describe as the DNA that uh, God has provided us with. Um, it is a precious thing, and uh, we take it very seriously. So, in these resource meetings. We, we won't necessarily agree with each other, and that's okay, because at the end of the day, we want to do what's right according to God. And, and so in the discussions, we'll be very frank, uh, very, very open, always respectful. Um, but like I said, at the end, we want to make sure that whatever we're presenting is, uh, is going to be something that, that God is, is, is good with and His will, and that it's not something that detracts from... Uh, the DNA that the influencers or the anointing is what I just what has been described as uh, what the influencers carrying right now because it's it is growing it is growing without need so as we start to pursue these needs we don't want to be putting God in a box or putting a, a, a limitation because God has no limits he's a, he's a God of impossibilities the moment we begin to try to set a water line or move a needle well there is no water line it, it it's as as deep as as he desires us to go. Well, I was, and I was thinking about what you, how you described, uh, how you led that first journey group and, mm-hmm. and you didn't really pray a lot. You just kind of used your intellect and your contacts and your, your salesmanship or whatever it was to, to recruit those first guys. Well, similarly, you know, I think and even when this resource team started, there was a temptation to kind of use our ingenuity and use our creativity <laughs> and use our business skills to, to, to really put out some big numbers and try to figure out how to make this thing work, right? Is yeah, that kind of where it started? It, it is, and there's a, there's a place for talents, um, but then there's the place for, for listening. Uh, and you're right, that uh, we, we had to ensure as we were talking about utilizing our, our business experience and, and what we could bring to the table from outside sources and other things, um, we always had to, through prayer um, and uh, biblical support, ensure that what we were pursuing was something that God would be pleased with and, and again was in alignment with the DNA for the influencers um, we don't have like I said significant needs so like I said we have to be careful when we do that yeah and, and, and I think we came to a point of going do we really believe personal abandonment and absolute trust I mean do we really believe God's in control of this he knows where we need to go he knows how much it'll cost uh, and we can just trust that he'll put it on the hearts of the individuals who can help, you know, and be part yeah. of it, you know, and right. I mean, yeah, I could, I couldn't agree that you said that really well. It's, it's really, so when, when I'd gone through the journey, um, my wife and I at the end of every year sit down and, and prayerfully decide, okay, we, we've got, um, a certain amount that we were going to gift intentionally, not tied, but gift to certain organizations. And clearly I was like, I have got, I want to be a part of the, the blessing I received by giving something back to influencers, but I didn't know how to do it. So I just looked their address up in the phone book and just sent a check. 
Um, so really, we want to make available for others, too, who feel led to, to give for the ministry a direction on how to make that happen and also an insight into what's being done with that uh, funding as it comes in. So it's, it's, we're on this journey together, um, and so it's, it's, it's an opportunity for just that piece. We want to make sure that, uh, that they understand what we're doing with it and then what it's going to be utilized for and then what we've been blessed with in those other areas. I mean, we've done as a, as a group already some incredible translations. We've ventured in other countries and other states, um, and the better we can share that uh, and let the local journey uh, groups know what's happening abroad, I believe is just going to, you know, further increase that uh, excitement and and seeing what God is is doing. I mean, uh, Rocky's always said that he doesn't want people to give to to he or I or or an individual. He wants people to give to the vision of influencers and what God's right. calling us into. And 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 I, as you know, I brought it up in our team and. I firmly believe the model is what happened when Moses was called to build the tabernacle. God gave him a vision of what to do, mm-hmm. and then he told Aaron, go tell the people this is what we're doing, and tell them to bring what they can give. If, if God moves their heart, just bring what you can give. And some people brought their talents and skills, and some people brought gold and, and cloth and linens and things that wouldn't be needed, you know. And, uh, and, uh, and, it's, and it says like three times that those whose hearts were moved, you know, so God touched certain people's hearts and they had the ability and the heart to do it. And they brought it. And if you know that story, Aaron said, uh, Hey Moses, we got a problem. We have more than what we need for the project. And he said, tell the people to stop giving. (laughs) I just love (laughs) that story. I was like, to me, that's what God wants, you know, and, and we just have to trust him, you know, Mm -hmm. with that. So that's what I think what you're saying is, we just want to lay out the vision for everybody. Here's what God's asking us to do, and if God touches your heart, come join us. You know? Absolutely, we we do not want to have any kind of pressure based, sales based uh, approach. Uh, again, coming back to what you said earlier about bring our business experience, we we want to kind of table the marketing aspect, other than just enabling it to better communicate what's going on, and and make it clear. Yeah, we we don't want anyone to feel any kind of pressure through the process and what have you it's it's really you described it's 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 we want people who feel led by being aware of these needs if they prayerfully feel called to give this is how you give um we'll give you a direction otherwise um you know if you're not led and it's not in the season of that then that's okay you know that that's that's really what moses had essentially said when he said that it wasn't you know pressure every person and make it happen it was if you feel led to do it then do it well, and, and your story is a great story. The way when you decided to give, no one yeah. asked you. No, no one even asked you. You just God you asked you. Do it. Yeah, God yeah, asked you. Absolutely. To do it. <laughs> and, and it works way better that way. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, just for all of you listening out there, later this year we are going to come out with a, a little uh, campaign or a little flyer, just to, you mm-hmm. know, showing showing what God's asking us to do and, and giving you an you know, opportunity to participate and. And uh, whatever we do, we want to be in sync with our regions because our regional guys are out there trying to raise money for their, our staff guys out in the field and all that. So this is going to be something that will help them as well, you know. So it's, it's, it's going to be exciting. So anyway, any final thoughts on, uh, on what you see, Jason, as far as the future of influencers and kind of a little bit you're, you're seeing from, from this seat at Northwest Arkansas or, and some of the meetings and all that? What, any, anything you see? happening in the future um 
I will say that I feel just further comforted in uh, the the group that I'm surrounded by when we have our resource meeting. Um, it's a group of, of, of godly men uh, who are living intentionally through the personal abandonment, absolute trust, uh, and in that, um, when we come together, it's it's a it's like I said, it's eye opening. And for the influencers, uh, we have a lot of target locations that we're looking at to uh, have other journey groups, and I can't, I can't imagine there wouldn't be other regions. So that that's extremely exciting. Um, you know, we, we've had some opportunities in other countries as well. But here in the United States, there's some uh, enormous gaps. When I look at the map between uh, Arkansas and, and California, um, you know, easily, you know, between Missouri, uh, Colorado, um, and then on upwards across the United States, there's, there's a lot of opportunity for us to share this gift that God's presented to us through the journey with other uh, men and women. It's uh, it's selfish of us. We don't want to put the light under a basket. We've really got to take this uh, opportunity that God has provided and share it with others. Because um, the discipleship process, um, I believe the churches do a fantastic job in many different ways, but at least for me, uh, the discipleship process in a regimented form, I, it didn't exist. I looked for it. I didn't know, know where that was. Um, I'd been, you know, discipled at, at times through, through listening to certain sermons and, and things like that, but the component early on in the journey of, uh, of self-feeding uh, versus being what would be described as spoon-fed is incredibly empowering as a disciple in Christ because only as you begin to self-feed, and that when it's self-feed is an, an analogy to uh, reading the Bible on your own, uh, listening to God, studying it, really, you know, digesting it like you would I guess like a good steak um, you know it's uh, it's something that until going their journey I didn't realize was something I had the authority to do I thought uh, you know well, I again earlier I mentioned I didn't go to seminary um, but it it uh, gave me a confidence to really take time to go into the word, word and and believe it or not and if you'd have told me at the beginning of the journey I would say I'm excited about uh, you know my Bible study time in the morning I would have said you're crazy, but but today it's one of those things that I, I anxiously look forward to. Uh, look, you know, get in the morning, diving in, and just seeing where it goes. Because uh, as Brian said earlier, you know, the, the Bible's a living thing; it, it never sits still, and God is continually uh, unveiling new revelations and nuggets and direction uh, as we, I go through those study times quietly. So it's a big blessing. And and we just. I, I love what you're saying because we know there's guys out there just like we were yeah. that are just sitting there lost. I mean, they, they might go to church, but I, I, you know they're looking for that deeper walk. Absolutely. And a lot of them don't know how to get there. So mm -hmm. uh, that's what keeps us going to keep trying to share this message. You know? I could not agree more. Yeah. And and you guys can't, since it's a podcast, you can't see our office here, but uh, we do have a world map and a U.S. map, and we also have a prayer wall that we just put up with names of all the uh, cities that God's inviting us to where there's journey groups starting and there's champions kind of being raised up and and we're just praying for for God to show us where to go um, and we just want to fan, him to fan into flame what started you know out here so uh, it's really exciting to watch it grow and, and it is very organic it's not us out there not beating the doors down it's God no. just inviting us places you know that's yeah. the difference I like the way Les put it who's in Bakersfield it, it said it, it starts with just tap another guy on the shoulder and said, hey, 
you want to go grab breakfast, go grab lunch? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's really, it's really in a, in a nutshell what it is. It's about life on life and then, and then that discipleship process and getting to know our creator um, in, a, in a way that I don't, I don't know how else I would have gotten to that place. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep encouraging all of you influencers out there to, to share this with other people around you, you know, uh, encourage you to lead journey groups, get another guy that's gone through the group and, or another, if you're a woman, get another woman and, and help other people cause they need it. But beyond that, I would say, think of other people in other cities that you, that are friends of yours or family members who, who need to know about this and send them a journey book and Absolutely. plant a seed and uh, we'll help follow up with that and show them how to go on the journey. So, uh, Anyway, that's how it grows. It is just the, it's just that life on life, just like Jesus when he recruited that first group of twelve. He just went around asking them, you know, come yeah. come follow me, you yeah. know. So drop the nets, let's go. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, cool. Well, thank you for your time, Jason, yeah. and thank you for your service to the ministry and and all the things you're doing with men out there. So we really appreciate it. So Anytime. so anyway, this is uh, the Influencers Network podcast, and uh, I want to remind you that you can find all the information about our ministry at our website, influencers.org.org influencers.org and we have a uh, podcast page where this will be located but you can find other podcast editions that we've uh, we've broadcast uh, and, and also if you want to send us a question that you'd like to see us uh, do a podcast about send us an email at podcastquestions at influencers.org anyway my name is Brian Craig I'm executive director for Influencers Global Ministries I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and to go make disciples God bless you today <laughs>